and welcome back to the Tuned In Podcast, episode 7. We are back again um, for another great week. How is your week, Brayden? What a time to be alive. It's getting colder here in Utah. Not excited about that, but... It's the first week um, I've had to scrape my windshield. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. I did that yesterday. That's the worst. Oh, it's the worst. We'll survive. We, uh, both Utah boys, so we're used to it, I guess. (laughs) Have you ever had a car that has, like, automatic start? Yeah, my car right now does that. Yeah, on my mission, we had a car. It was a Nissan Rogue Uh where it had automatic start, and it automatically... defrost our windshield at the same time oh dude that's <laughs> so nice oh it's amazing. i always forget to use mine now I, I need to remember to use that i don't know if yours has that but it's super nice yeah dang, yeah it's nobody wants to scrape a windshield but that's where we're at now yeah that's true winter. i guess we'll get into it but how's the sports week for you Ooh, good uh good sports week we uh went to the byu basketball game yesterday it was a good win the Cougs? I was shocked <laughs> that yes. they had a, had a yes. chance. I thought San Diego, San Diego State was, like, in the Final Four championship yeah. last year, right? Yeah, they were the runner-up last year. and It's insane. They must have lost uh, a yeah. lot of players. I feel like it's so on brand for BYU, though. Just we're going to beat San Diego State, and then we're going to lose to, like, St. Louis next week or something. Like, it's Ugh. just – I don't know. I'm, I'm not jinxing it. I hope that's Dallin the Hall case, looks really good. He does. Him and Jackson Robinson are, are playing pretty elite right now. It's nice. The women's soccer won first round of the tournament yesterday. They're looking real good. They're looking really good. NBA's rolling right now. There's a lot in-season tournaments heating up a little. So hey, good time to, we'll good time into, to be a sports fan. We'll get into fan. all of that. We'll get into all yeah. the NBA stuff. Good time to be a sports fan. Beast. Yeah, so it looks like we both had a pretty good week with our predictions. We both went three and one. Is that right? Yeah, we both we kind of had some losses predicted, yeah. right? So we pre- I think we got Pacers. We thought it was a loss. Bulls. We thought was going to be a win. That's the only one we didn't get right. Yeah. Um, we kind of dived all those games, but also, um, if you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, give us five stars on there. Go ahead and follow us on, on Instagram at Tuned In Jazz. Leave a comment on there. We're waiting for someone to leave a comment so we can shout you out in the episode. Yes. Because um, we want to hear your comments. We always ask a question on each, after each episode um, on Instagram. So go, if you're listening to this podcast, go to the Instagram right now. Go respond on there so we can shout you out in the next episode. Yes. And if, if you have something you'd like us to talk about, we would love to yes. talk about what you want to hear. So uh, make leave that in your comment if you'd like. Yeah. And of course, we're not like professional NBA media. We we love talking about the Jazz. Feel like we know a lot about the Jazz and if you want to just get like your home regular guy takes about the Jazz, this is the right place. Absolutely. We love talking Jazz. We hope you enjoy listening to the Jazz. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, this is kind of a rough week with the road trip, but let's just dive into each game if that's all right. Yep. So, starting with Minnesota um last oh, Saturday. Um took it L there. Yes, we did. That was uh, not a great game, obviously. I mean, we lost, but I uh, I think that Minnesota might not be a super bad team this year. I saw um, a stat yesterday where it was talking about how Minnesota is, like, their top five defensively, and Rudy Gobert is number one in defensive rating they, right now. I don't know. I, a couple of days ago, they were number one defensively. Oh, were they? Yeah. yeah. And uh, so they're playing at an elite level defense. I'm 
personally really happy to see Gobert playing really well this year. I'm sure nobody will recognize it, but right. Um, that's just the Rudy Gobert we all know as Jazz fans, of course. I'm still a Rudy Gobert fan, even after he punched Kyle Anderson. Me too. I think Kyle Anderson deserved it, to be honest. So. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I what I kind of took away from this game is just how one thing, how much I missed Mike Conley. Yeah. He had six assists with zero turnovers. That would have been amazing to, to have on our team. That That's something I'll get into later with the assists. Yeah. I also... Anthony Edwards was cooking us all yeah, game, was. so I was, and he wasn't even like necessarily shooting a lot of jump shots. He was getting to the rim with, um, with aggression, right? And so, mm-hmm. yeah, we just didn't really have an answer for Anthony Edwards on defense. Lost point points in the paint and fast break points. Also, a small note: I I was looking at the stats, and I thought this was a pretty good game for Ojai Abaji. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a quiet um, eight points with two three pointers. He played solid. I was just I'm trying to look for the <laughs> look the for the good line, things yeah. in this loss, right? There's a lot of things that weren't great, but maybe small things. Oji's at least finally starting to get something going. Yeah, I um one thing that stood to me from the from the box score and from the these first couple games in the week was Jordan Clarkson's struggles a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he only in this game. Yeah, he only had 10 points, 5-14, didn't make a three, but took five of them. One, uh, one thing I'll point great. out as well. Sorry, yeah. No, you're good. Taylor Horton Tucker took 20 shots in this game. Yeah. I don't really want him taking – him and Markinen had the same amount of shots. Yeah. Probably want somebody else taking those, but – Yeah, we – I think that's a, a common thing. It's like we need we need the ball in lower Markinen's hands. I know other teams are are like game planning for him, but we have to have the ball in his hands if, we're, if we want to win, I think. Yeah, he's got to get he's got to get the most shots every game for sure. Yeah. I think too one thing to note on this game and really all the games this week, a common trend we've seen is Jazz struggling to guard athletic wings. Anthony Edwards That's being one. Uh, you know we saw you know Demar Desmond Derozan, Bain. Desmond Bain, yeah, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, and Benedict Matherin. Benedict Matherin had a really good game against us. And uh, that probably goes back to not having a guy like Mike Conley, who wasn't a great defender, but was a decent defender. Capable. Capable defender, yes, absolutely. And we were really having a hard time closing out. And yeah, Jordan Clarkson's never been known for his defense. No. Horton Tucker should be. He's got an insane wingspan, he's, but he's just... He's okay. Yeah, he's decent, but not enough to... I mean, we used to have Joe Ingles. We could put him yeah. on anybody but yeah, let's send let's send all of our picks to go get joe Ingles. we need him back I think. <laughs> he looks good on the magic actually he does he um should really we good. should we go to chicago now yeah let's talk about chicago this um, one's not such a good team that we played <laughs> chicago's not this, a good team either. this was kind of rough to be honest because chicago's not good right but Z- no i remember last week i one of the keys of the game that i had was we just need to stop zach levine mm-hmm. we did not stop zach levine nope. He was insane, and so that that was a big reason why we lost. And we gave up 130 points. Yeah, it's really hard to win any game in this league if you give up 130 points. Yeah, Demar um, Derozan shot 61 percent, eight for 13. Yep. Zach Levine had 24, Derozan yeah. 21, 18 for Kobe White. Everybody was everybody was scoring on that team. Yeah, I think another another thing that's going to be a struggle. We'll talk about Walker Kessler's injury a little later, but Andre Drummond seemed to kind of have himself a game. Mm-hmm. Just he was just bullying Walker Kessler down there, and allegedly Walker Kessler's had the injury since before this game, so maybe 
It kind of know. makes sense with yeah. him being having some down games. Yeah. So we hope that's the reason he's having down games for um Get well soon, uh, Walker. Yes, we need him back. We need him back. But yeah, we'll talk about that. My, one of my big takeaways from this game, this is a common theme we'll talk about more later. Too many turnovers. Yes. Too many, too many turnovers. Um, let me see exactly how many turnovers. Not to harp on those two guys, but Clarkson and Tucker both had five. Yep. That's <laughs> <laughs> just we had twenty two turnovers in this game. That's insane. And half of them were those two guys. And half of yep. Jeez. Turnovers and then we look on offense it just doesn't look very fluid. No. Just not very clicking together well and um I feel like the bright spots from this game, um, I think this was actually a pretty good game for Kessler. Mm-hmm. Kind of with the injuries, he had four blocks, which is pretty good. He's kind of gotten his averages for blocks up quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and of course, Markinen does his thing every game, so we still got that as a bright spot. Yeah. Um, he had 29 points, and Walker had a 15 15 game, which is pretty cool. But mm-hmm. um, he would not play the next game after this. Right? Nope. Yeah. I don't know. Did you see any bright spots, or is it just kind of a rough game for you? I think the Chicago one's probably the roughest yeah. one we've had this Just because, uh, you know, I think a lot of the games we've lost, like, it's kind of understandable. Like, we're a rebuilding team. They're an established team. But Chicago is just a mess. And there's no reason we should have lost by as much as – or lost at all, really. But I mean, I guess this shows any any team can win on any night That's true. In the NBA. That is the NBA. That's for sure. For sure. And DeMar DeRozan. The Raptors and beat the Bucks the last week. Yeah, so anything could happen. That's true. But let's move on. That was a that was yeah. pretty rough game. One bright. Uh, so yeah, Indiana was next, right? Mm-hmm. The first time we see Keontae George grace the starting in lineup. in the starting lineup. Yes, what a time. That's what we've all been waiting for. I think. I was actually before this game. I was thinking, wow, what are we gonna do? We need yeah. to just start the young guys, and that's yeah. exactly what. Uh, I don't know if. Uh, our coach Will Hardy was listening to what what we were saying <laughs> earlier this season, but he finally he put him in the starting lineup. <laughs> yeah, seriously, and I thought he looked good. I mean, didn't have a great game, but he had uh, nine assists. But I'm I'm down for him to consistently play more minutes than Horton Tucker. I think needs to happen probably. Amen to that. We he honestly is doing a better job assisting the ball than yeah. uh, Clarkson or. Um, Horton Tucker in like the past two or three games so um, let's get a bigger sample size from that let's see what he can do yeah I will say something else that stuck out to me from this game we were definitely in this game they didn't really pull away fourth quarter yeah they didn't really pull away till the fourth quarter I was really impressed with Jordan Clarkson I thought this was kind of a little bit of a bounce back from what he's been playing however I don't really like him or anybody on our team taking 26 shots Unless your name's Donovan Mitchell, you know what I mean. So, or Laurie Marketing, honestly. That's true. We could, yeah, we could I, I, handle Laurie taking twenty six. But uh, Jordan Clarkson's just not going to score forty six percent on twenty six shots or at a consistent basis. So I loved it for this game, but I don't know if I like that trend. Yeah, I don't think that should be an every game type of thing. But if yeah. he's hot, yeah, like Thurl Bailey says, he's flame throwing. Feed the hot hand. Um, hey, let's yeah, let's feed the hot hand. So. I, I did like this game for Jordan Clarkson, but I'm going to keep harping on this. He had six turnovers in this mm. game as well. We need to get those turnovers down. Horton Tucker had four, so they're they're averaging like 10 turnovers a game this week, mm-hmm. um, roughly. And so it's that's really a big reason why we're losing these games. 
Another thing that I noticed as well, just small bright spot, Fontecchio was looking amazing in the first half. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're watching. He was That's um, true. getting putbacks and rebounds and three-point shots, but then he didn't score at all in the second yeah. half. <laughs> Which is odd. That's not really like a role we saw. Last year he was just kind of a 3 and D type of guy, but I like to see the hustle. That's what we need from yeah, I mean, he's bench. he's kind of older in age, but last yeah. year was technically like his rookie season or like yeah. his first season. So, like, I guess as much as we want Taylor Hendricks to be on the floor, yeah. at least we could say maybe Fontecchio could improve his game. But That's true. So, and who uh, knows, maybe uh, FIBA gave him some confidence, I, I hope. Oh, yeah. It seems like he, he played really well in FIBA, so hopefully that. Yeah, I know they were talking about the in-season tournament games and the feel of it, and he's he went exactly to when he was playing for Italy. It felt the same way, right? Yeah. So he's got that experience with uh, national stuff. Yeah, that's what uh, I was hearing one of the announcers talk about these new courts we talked about last week in our, our mm-hmm. podcast. Go check that episode out if you haven't heard it. But um, somebody was talking about how the, the United States is being introduced to these courts that every other country knows about already, the colored courts and the... Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, you know, maybe Fontecchio will ball out on a colored court, you know. Feels like he's home or something, you know. I also noticed um, we were really bagging on the Pacers court last time. Uh-huh. They didn't use the one that we were going to bag on. They actually had, like, a gray court instead of bright yellow. Oh, did they switch up? Okay. Yeah, it's not this. It was, like, yellow with a P in the middle. Okay. Um, I like that I like better. that a lot better, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah they know. used that one against Cleveland, I think. Or no, maybe not. Somebody used a really colored one against Cleveland that was really bad, but yeah. Uh, so I, I don't like know the if they they probably have multiple now, but yeah. But yeah, I guess the one other thing I would say for this game, like you said, we were in it until the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. but the Pacers look really good even against everybody. Yeah. So like we shouldn't feel as bad that we got killed by them. We gave up 130 points again. That's a, that's our defense right now. Yeah. Um, but they they look amazing. Tyrese Halliburton's running. He's not turning the ball over as much. They're going fast. They're beating you with pace, right? They're, mm-hmm. It's hard to keep up with the Pacers right now for any team. So they are looking hot. I think, um, not to get too much of a side note, but I think we're watching a really good point in the NBA right now. Just like, I think when you look at the, the NBA as a whole, you can't really see teams that are dominating too much, right? Like, there's teams we're excited right. about, like Boston, Milwaukee, and Phoenix, but... But uh, even they are taking some losses. Yeah, right now. it's like really pretty even spread. Like, like a team like Indiana is probably gonna end up like as a seven or eight seed. But like they're looking really, really good. Yeah, they're looking hot to start off. Yeah, and so it's just it's a good time to be a basketball fan unless you're a Jazz fan like this <laughs> right now. But I'm thinking the Pacers might have like a Kings type season last year. I can see it. Yeah, they're like a top four seed in the in the East. But we'll see. Yeah, and Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, like you said, he's. Not to get Balling too um, overreacting to, like, three weeks of basketball. Yeah. But <laughs> Sometimes you got to, you know. Oh, definitely. Well, let's finish off with the only win of this let's week. Let's go. We got a W. We love talking about wins. Um, last night with Memphis. Um, <laughs> Memphis, so, <laughs> we – I Jaron Jackson got ejected in this game. Yes. Marcus Smart got fouled out in the fourth quarter. Um, John Morant's been out for them, right? So this really banged up. Did you Memphis hear what their coach team. said too after the game? No. He like came out. He, uh, I'm sure he's getting fined for it, but he just came out and said that this was the worst officiating he's ever seen. Oh he was like, gosh. "You should go watch." I will. Uh, I'll see if I can share the the video on our our Instagram story. But 
but he was very fiery. I don't. Chris Finch is that? Yeah, his Chris name? Finch. Yeah, that's right. No, no. Uh, oh, is that Taylor the Jenkins? I think it's oh, Taylor Jenkins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think um, you're right. Chris Finch is the Timberwolves coach. Yeah. But uh, he was very fiery, was not happy with the officiating, which I can kind of understand, but I also, you know, I don't know. Everybody complains about officiating, so. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we've had some games we definitely where it didn't have. go our way. So. Yeah, Lori hasn't been. This game, we, maybe we got a little bit of a break with some of the yeah. calls. I think when Marcus Smart fouled out, I wasn't really a huge fan of that call. But Yeah, if we were 1-8 too, I'd probably be a little more upset about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because everything's going good. wrong for the Grizzlies right yeah, now. The bad. only team that we can beat. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Let's let's get into some good things from this win. Yes, let's do. 12 blocks, one of the highest block games in yeah, Jazz history. Not bad. Everybody was getting blocks. Clarkson, um, John Collins, I think, had like four or something. Yeah. We also went 27 for 29 from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Really good. Not bad. Um, we hit a lot of three-pointers. That's kind of, I felt like, been a key correlator to our wins is making a lot of three-point shots at yeah. a decent clip um and then another good game for jordan clarkson mm-hmm. yeah. yeah him and laurie had really good games both 26 points uh Keontae had only had two points but 11 assists so that's really I hope good, that's yeah. becoming a trend i hope you didn't shoot the ball super efficiently but no. 11 assists is great well that's really we'll definitely take that um, when we can get it yeah absolutely um, any other like bright spots from this game? I think Horton Tucker didn't turn the ball over a ton. He was four for seven from the field too, thirteen points. I'm Love gonna to say it that. though, nineteen turnovers as a team. Still not. Still way not too many turnovers. We need like ten or less to yeah. win to consistently win games. We're getting like more of around twenty. Yeah. Absolutely, and yeah, and another guard, Desmond Bain, thirty-seven points. Yeah, he he has a lethal step back. He does. <laughs> He's I like, like looking like James Harden out there. His step back's like a full five feet. Yeah. I don't know how you guard that when he's on his game. Yeah. He's Everybody's insane. joking about those T Rex arms, but he's doesn't he's, matter if he's he can create that much space that, yeah. on the step back. Shoot. I, I'll be honest, I haven't watched a whole much a whole lot of Grizzlies games yeah. with Desmond Bain last year and this year. But he's amazing. He looks really yeah. good. I don't know if he's going to be able to carry this team without job. Ja, but it makes me wonder. Like this, this Grizzlies team is like very, very bad. Like we're talking like possible number one pick if this season goes this way. And I'm even wondering, like, is Ja even going to like fix it that much? Like they're really bad. Like <laughs> I feel I bad. Know. We have um, one of our friends also goes to BYU. Um, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I'm forgetting I mean, his name. He's a big Grizzlies fan. I feel yeah. bad for Grizzlies fans right yeah, now. It's a rough too. time. It is a rough time. But I do think when Ja comes back, that'll give him a lot. That'll be a little better, yeah. It's like us without Markinen, We probably couldn't win a game, you know? Yeah. So They're struggling with, with injuries a lot, too. I saw something. There was one game last week where they only had uh, about six players healthy, and mm-hmm. so they were going to have to rotate through those. I don't know if they ended up. They might have picked up a couple 10 days, but... Yeah, yeah their bench has been kind of thin. When it rains, it pours, that's for sure. But we'll take the wins where we can get them. Yes, um, absolutely. Grizzlies aren't, a, aren't looking too hot, but at least we can get a win there. Yes, right? and we're 1-0 and in the in-season tournament. So. That's true. We still could get the cup. Yeah, so this week we'll determine it probably. Well, not <laughs> determine it, but it will be a big week for uh, yes. in-season tournament. But before we talk about that, player of the week. Should I go? Yeah, who you got? Okay, I 
There's a couple players that I feel like are deserving a player of the week this week. Of course, honestly, as a team, we need to play better. But I did like Keontae George this week. Mm, he thing. he didn't score a ton of points, right? But I really like him already being a capable point guard from the get-go. Yeah. He had in the games that he started, or at least I think this whole week, he had 31 assists to 13 turnovers, which mm. is pretty good compared to some of our other guards. That's not bad. So I want to see him just be the full-time starter now. Let's get him some experience. He's already been assisting better than some of our other guards in two games, so let's yeah, do it. Not a bad defender either. I really like him in transition too. He's really... He's yeah, quick. Very quick, yeah, and athletic. For my player of the week, this might be kind of a weird take considering what we've talked about. I think it's Jordan Clarkson, though. I think, like... Okay. You know, we he had a rough start to the yeah, week, but a pretty good ending. We definitely saw some lows from Jordan Clarkson this week, but uh, I think he showed us in the last two games that like what his value is for our team if he can play like that consistently. And we're gonna need him. I don't. I feel weird saying we're gonna need him because it's not like we're really fighting. We for need a somebody to get spot. buckets on this team. We do, yeah, consistently. We do, and if it's got to be him, I guess we'll we'll roll with it. I don't know if I I like that idea, but. But I do think he played really well this week, or the second half of this week, so I'll, yeah. I'll give him. I was thinking it was, but for me, well, I'm trying to stay away from marketing until he has a big breakout yeah. week to pick him. So for me, it was between Clarkson and Cons- or Keontae George. Yeah. This week, we only have two games, both in-season tournament games. Both at home. Both at home. I don't know if I got this right, but were they a back-to-back um, I think so. Suns games on Friday, Portland's on Tuesday. Let's start with Portland. What what's your prediction for that game? Okay, so I say I say that we win this game. I'm with you. I think it's going to be a good week for the Jazz. I'll, I'll just talk about this game obviously right now, but I think Blazers are also a young team. I I think uh Robert Williams just went out for the season too. There's a big piece for them. And um, hopefully we can just roll off you know, this Memphis victory. You know who's also top 10 in the league in turnovers? Portland. Scoot Henderson. Oh, shoot. <laughs> and he's yeah, shooting like sense. 5% from three or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he's struggling. So let's just give Scoot the ball and let him go to work yeah, against we'll, us. We'll just go ISO on Scoot all game. Yeah. Make him cook us if he's got to. Just Yeah, let him let him shoot. Yeah, but I got the dub. What do you, th- what do you think? I got a dub as well. Okay. I just think... Another bad team, right? The Blazers aren't expected to be that great this season. Yeah. We're at home. We got this, right? I could see it go either way, but I'm I'm predicting a win. Yeah. Hopefully we can get Walker Kessler back for one or one of these games, but I don't know if we will. I don't think so, yeah. All right, Suns on Friday. I'm I'm doing my bold prediction here. I'm gonna boldly predict a win. Okay, me too. What do you think? Oh shoot, okay. I just feel like so far we've played better at home than on the way. I know Phoenix has already had a couple injuries here and there, so we'll see if they're healthy or not. Bradley Beal did finally start playing, so maybe they will be healthy. But I, I don't know. I'm kind of this is a, just a homer pick shot in the dark. I feel like Jazz can pull out. It's an in-season tournament game. Mm-hmm. It's at home. We have all the reason to want to win this game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think we actually played pretty decent against them when we played them earlier in the season. Didn't we? It was like the first week, I think, right? It was okay. I feel like yeah. we kind of choked towards the end of the game. Yeah, we did struggle. And quite they a bit. didn't have their full team. 
Yeah, they're a well-coached team. I like Frank Vogel a lot. We definitely struggle. I think we we did well enough that we could probably build on that against them. The key to this game, I think we just have to shoot the lights out. I think so, too. Um, If we have a chance, we just need to be hitting our three-point shots. Try not to turn the ball over 20 times. (laughs) And the key to beating any Kevin Durant team, I feel like, at this point, is just to pray that Kevin Durant has an off night. He might be one of the most dominant players of all time when he's on fire because he's just... You can't contest his shot. No, a seven-footer that just... yeah. Even when Benyama can't contest his shot. That's a crazy part. Even Booker's kind of the same way sometimes. Yeah, Devin Booker, yeah. So... Bradley Beal's had a scoring title before, not too long it's ago. It's been a, a while, seasons, but, yeah. Yeah. but he's capable of that too. And Grayson Allen, of course. Just kidding. Hey, but we're we're gonna we're still gonna predict our win. We're gonna hold yes, hold to it. So we got the same predictions again. So hopefully we get a couple of dubs. Yes, absolutely. Um, have a bounce back week. All right. Yes. Well, let's let's kind of talk. One thing I wanted to mention is Jazz are three and seven. Yeah, I think that puts yep. us at bottom of the west like 13 or 14th in the west not lowered memphis though (laughs) only memphis (laughs) it's the only team that we we're beating right now yes they're the reason Um, three pretty much but i wanted to kind of talk about how can we fix the jazz or what is the jazz's direction right now i guess we talked about this a little last year or last not last year last podcast but I just don't know. I feel like we're really directionless right now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like we're trying to rebuild. If we're trying to rebuild, I'm not sure why guys like Horton Tucker and Clarkson are getting so many minutes and not Keontae George. Obviously, he's getting more, but like... Taylor Hendricks. Yeah, why isn't Taylor Hendricks playing? Why isn't Bryce Sensabaugh even played one minute of basketball, not even in garbage minutes? Like, and then last year, we just like... As fun as it was to see a couple of wins, like it really would have been nice. Like looking at Asar Thompson, I'm just like, man, like he's amazing. <laughs> like the the odds are low that we would have got Wemby, but like we could have got top five pick if we tried. And I Brandon Miller looks Brandon Miller really looks nice. A man Thompson's not bad either. Scoot's bad, but you I would love to have him in. <laughs> but man, it just makes me sad. Like it's like we're trying to compete before we even really rebuild. I don't know. I we're we're in an awkward middle position. Yeah, where we're not necessarily like in a full rebuild where we're young, mm-hmm. and we're not necessarily tanking either. Yeah, we're in an awkward spot. We don't have a clear direction, honestly. No, I think a lot of teams in the NBA, pretty much every team in the NBA, has something to look forward to. Yeah, for instance, I would say like the Wizards right now. They're looking awful. Yeah. I don't think anyone wants to watch a Wizards game. No. But they're kind of in tank mode, so you can look yeah. forward to a top pick next year. Yep. Maybe you look at the Hornets. They've got mm-hmm. a really good young core. they got Brandon Miller and LaMelo. Mm-hmm. So even though they're not looking too hot right now, they've got some sort of future to look forward to. Yeah. Let's say one more. Let's say Grizzlies. You can look forward to John Morant coming back yeah. and being – all NBA caliber player Absolutely. and having Jaron Jackson and Desmond Bain as your core. Yeah. But the Jazz, what do we I th- what do we really have to look forward to? I feel like the only things we have going for us right now is maybe we could lock up Markinen for our future. Yeah. Um I don't think he has a long-term contract right now. I don't think so. We've got a lot of draft picks heading into the next couple of years. Yeah. So either we could have a blockbuster trade incoming or we just try and build through the draft. Yeah. I think the bad thing is, like, I don't—we we really love Laurie Markkinen, and we, we hope that he'll stay with the Jazz. 
But, like, the question's going to become, is he worth, like, a Supermax contract? Like, because is he going to be a number one option on a championship team? I personally don't think so. I think he could be a number two option, number two, or maybe three option. And then those draft picks, like, Minnesota and Cleveland look good enough right now that those picks are going to be, like, yeah. late. It might be better to trade them now than to wait until they yeah. come into fruition. Yeah, because, yeah, they're just not... We, we can pray for guys like Keontae George or, like, the Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell late lottery type of guys, but, like, those don't come around very often, unfortunately. No, not almost never. You need, like, a number top three pick to get, like, a real yeah. star. And I also would say, like, even if Donovan Mitchell does leave the Cavs and go, like, New York or somewhere, mm-hmm. that Cavs team still looks really good. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be, guys. like, a top bottom five team No, with Darius Garland and Evan Mobley. So... Like, I don't think those picks are going to be crazy hot. Yeah. And I guess with the marketing thing, when in, in the past years when we had Rudy Gobert as a super max player, mm-hmm. kind of the same questions. Like, what is Rudy Gobert, like, really worth yeah. $40 million a year, a max contract? Yeah. And the reason why we signed him is because who else <laughs> right. who else are we going to give no that money option. to? We've got the money. Yeah. We may as well spend it. Um, and he's going to accept so let's mm-hmm. do it. So I, I don't know. I'm kind of the same way with marketing. It's like, who else are we going to throw money at? Yeah. We may as well give it to him as he's been our best player and he's deserving of it, even if it means that we're going to be mid-tier. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess that's kind of the front office's choice, whether they want to tank or they want to That's true. stay decent. That's the other issue is like we don't get guys in free agency not at the level of number one score. So like I was looking at the other day, the Jazz are one of the only teams in the NBA history – who haven't had a number one pick ever? We've never had the number one. Wow, pick. that's crazy. And there's only there was only like two or three teams. Was Carl Malone like a top pick? Do you think? Um, Carl Malone was. I think he was a lottery pick, but I don't think. Here, I'm gonna Google it. But yeah, we've never had a number one pick. I, I'm trying to think of the highest pick we've had. I think we had number three pick. Who was Carl? Where was Carl Malone? Was the thirteenth pick? Thirteenth pick. Okay. I'm also going to look up John Stockton was the 16th pick. Okay. Well, maybe maybe we are lucky. Because <laughs> Donovan Mitchell was, what, 12 and... 12 or 13. 12 or 13. Okay. Maybe I want to say the highest picks we've had, we had Ennis Cantor was, was, three, yeah, was number that's three. Right. And Dante Exum was a five pick. Was a five. And those, Gordon Hayward was also a, a, was like a low 11 pick. or 12. Dang, maybe that's our spot. We could have maybe got Kawhi when we got Gordon Hayward. Shoot, and Clay true. Thompson, they were kind of in there. That's true. But Gordon Hayward was good. Maybe but. that's our spot, 10 to 15, though. We've got some legends <sighs> being drafted. It's just <laughs> there's so many like top five players that I wish we could have had, right? So yeah, what about Darren Williams? Did we draft Darren Williams? Oh, we, yeah, I think he was number three as well. Or was he number yeah, two? Darren Williams was yeah. number three. Right right after, or right before Chris Paul. Or was That's right probably after. our best top pick ever. Yeah, absolutely. He was, he was, him and Chris Paul were going hand, head to head. Um, but anyway, really, I guess, uh, what, what is our conclusion from that? We yeah. don't necessarily have a clear direction. I think think either we've got to make a big trade, get rid of some of those yeah. picks, get, a, get some talent, or we yeah. just got to go full young and just – yeah give these young guys their their hoop and see what they're really made of yeah i think yeah we don't we don't mean to be too like down on the jazz or like we have no hope because we d- we're gonna figure it out we will figure it out danny ainge we trust danny ainge he's done it before but That's, uh maybe danny ainge is gonna be our mvp this season yeah, i hope so but it might take some really bad basketball for us to get good if we're if at least if we're gonna play like we are right now i hope that it results in us Getting some well, if that's nice the case, if we're trying to be bad, let's 
Let's give THT 35 minutes. That's what I'm saying, dude. We'll give THT 35. We'll, uh, uh, if Taylor we, Hendricks is really that bad, let's give him like 40 minutes a game. Hey, he'll we'll, get better. Yeah. He, he's playing for the Salt Lake Stars right now, actually. Oh, is he okay? He got sent down. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, well anyways, um, one thing I also want to talk about, let's dive into some stats around the NBA for let's the do. Jazz. Let's do um, Tell me what you think of these. You know I've been talking so much about turnovers. Mm. Where do you think the Jazz rank in turnovers? Um, it's got to be top one to probably top five, probably dead last, dead last 30th, (laughs) man. We are averaging like 18 turnovers a game, almost 19. Jeez. Um, Stick it a young team, I guess. Here, let me look at it. Yeah. The Utah jazz turnovers. We are averaging like 19 a game. I know you've been talking in the past just about like we drive into like the middle of the paint and that kind of causes some turnovers. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think's been causing that? I think that's a big part of it. Like we talked about how the other game, half those turnovers was Clarkson and Tucker, and they're the biggest culprits of that. I I just hate that type of basketball. The ISO dribble until you're in trouble, and then may have to make a bad pass. Yeah, um, like James Harden's the master of that, but we don't oh, have. Yeah. Um, I don't think we have the IQ to be able to make the right plays. No. If these guys were scoring. At the clip Harden was scoring at, we would we would be able to put up with seven or eight turnovers a game, like Harden was right. at some point. But yeah, they're not scoring well enough to do that. Yeah, so Jazz have eighteen and a half turnovers a game. Yeah. Next team is the Pistons and the Suns with seventeen and sixteen. So we're mm. we're dead last. Here's some other interesting stats: we're twenty eighth in steals, so we're almost dead last for that too yeah. for defense. And de- for defensive rating, we're also twenty eighth. So teams keep scoring 130 points on us. So our defensive rating, we're one of the worst defenses right Man. now. Um, and then we are average offense. We're 14th. Jeez. Take that with what you will. I'm just going to rattle off a few more quick ones. We are still <laughs> the, the second best offensive rebounding team in the NBA. Mm. So That's between our three go- forwards, we're at least getting offensive rebounds. Thank you, John Collins. Um, we're number six in three-point percentage and number five in three-pointers made. So mm. I was surprised by that. I don't know if you are. Um, one of the spread, top man. five three-point shooting teams in the NBA right now. Interesting. We run a lot of lineups that make sense, I guess. Right. Also kind of cool, Lori Markinen is number three in three-pointers made. Let's go, of dude. any player in the NBA. Let's go. The only other players above him are Steph Curry and Luka. Of course. Oh, of course, dude. And Luka's shooting a lot lower percentage. That's good company right there, yeah. So it's basically, if you look at percentage and makes, it's Steph Curry and then it's Lori Markinen. Dang, dude. So we can't ask for much better from his three-point shooting no, so honestly. far. honestly. Yeah, he's come up in some big games with those yeah. two. And then Jordan Clarkson is leading us in turnovers. He's 13th in the NBA in turnovers. Yeah, he's got 3.7 a game. That's crazy. Way too many. And THT's not much further down. No. If you look at, like, the names around Jordan Clarkson in turnovers, they're Mm -hmm. all star players that have the ball in their hands all of the time. Um, Like, LeBron's always going to be up there. KD. Uh, Luka is probably leading it. I don't remember, but... Jordan yeah. Clarkson's not a guy that has the ball in his hands no, the whole not. game, so he should not be up there. Yeah, he shouldn't. I think maybe we're just expecting too much from him. I don't. Maybe we need to share, uh, kind of spread the ball out from his hands a little bit. He does when he scores. He does need the ball in his hands. Yeah, a lot. Absolutely. So I guess that kind of makes sense. Um, yeah, those are some things that stood. I think the three point thing was kind of my biggest. Like, oh, okay, we can shoot threes. Yeah. 
Um, that was kind of cool. Let's just dive into some real quick news before we kind of close out. The Jazz Wi-Fi password. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear about this. Was uh, Jordan pushed off, right? Yep, it's called Jordan pushed off now. Okay. Or I think it's the Wi-Fi name, but low key kind of facts though. Jazz speaking Amen. facts in the. Uh, I think. Uh, I don't know. It's funny to see the the NBA, especially NBA Twitter, react and say, talk about how salty we are, and honestly, like. Uh, it's funny because, like, looking back at that series, like, did you did you ever watch The Last Dance? The yep, yeah, it's a okay. really good documentary. Very good. Documentary. Highly recommend. And uh, it's on ESPN Plus. Looking at that series, uh, you know, obviously because I wasn't really alive during that. So I guess it, maybe I was. I was really young, anyways. But um, 1998. Yeah, the Jazz. We're not really in that series that much. It was Game Six, so it's not like we were like. I don't know. Is I don't know. Those old heads are going to listen to our podcast, and they're going to be like, oh, the Jazz, they could have won multiple championships. <laughs> yeah, they should have. We, we weren't alive. Don't judge. Yes. <laughs> but uh, it didn't appear like we were really in that series, so it's not like that was a, you know, a dagger. I think Jazz Carl Malone had won MVP that year. He did, yeah. yeah. Of course, you probably could have given it to Jordan, but they probably were getting yeah. fatigued. Of that was probably what Jordan award. used as motivation, probably. <laughs> but, oh, uh definitely. But, yeah, he definitely pushed off, though. Oh, for sure. Definitely pushed off, but, you know. We're, we're still a little bit salty, but, yes. Jordan, we, we do love Jordan, just the legacy and all of that. But yes, if, if – Wish Le- he would have given us one. <laughs> yes. Just give us one, Jordan. But. You know, if LeBron has to have asterisks next to all of his championships, then we're allowed to put one next to one of Jordan's, I think. So right. one of them, asterisks it's pushed all, off. It's all in good fun. It's not, yeah. not too serious. Yes, but. absolutely. Also, real fast, I just want to ask, who, like, of the other teams in the NBA, are you buying stock in or who are you selling <laughs> stock in for NBA teams? Well, I'm definitely selling stock on the Clippers. <laughs> 0-3 since James Starden started playing. Exactly what we, th- what we said was going to happen. I don't even think I need to say much more about that. But teams I'm buying on probably... I kind of like the Detroit Pistons. I know that's kind of a crazy pick. I just like when I watch them. Just like some of their young guys. I do love Asar. Asar's a beast. Jalen Duran's playing at a high level. Mm-hmm. Cade Cunningham. He's amazing. Jaden Ivey randomly has a good game every once Cade in a while. Cade Cunningham's also got a lot of turnovers. Yeah, he does. I'm kind of excited about them. I not that I think that they're gonna even make the playoffs this year, but I mean Udoka's a good coach. No, he's so, the Rockets. Oh, that's right. They used to have Dwayne Casey as their yeah, coach. I, I don't know if they down. still have. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why I thought it was Jamie Diogo. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Quick Googles. I don't remember. Oh, it's Monty, Monty Williams. Williams. That's right. That, love Monty Williams. I was mixing up my coach. That's right. Monty just, Williams is a good He's coach. brand new this year, too. So yeah. yeah, he knows how to develop guys. He's done it before. I think he's good at making a culture, too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right. I'm selling stock in the Blazers. Ah, I feel Scoot that. Scoot doesn't look good. Nope. Of course, I'm kind of overreacting. Let's give him some more time. But right now... Not really loving to buy into the Blazers. No. Sorry, Blazers fans. Who I'm buying stock in, literally the teams we played this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Timberwolves, I'm buying stock in. Yep. Uh, Pacers look hot. I'm mm-hmm. buying a little bit of Pacers stock as well. I just love Anthony Edwards' game. He's he's kind of looking like vintage Donovan Break Mitchell to season. me. Yeah. yeah. He could be one of those guys. And then I don't think I would buy stock in this team, but the Rockets have been actually looking pretty good. Yeah, they have. They beat the Lakers without um, AD. 
Mm-hmm. Alper and Sangoon's looking really good. He's just like mm-hmm. having a really quiet elite season so far. Yeah, nobody really expected the Rockets to do any good, but mm-hmm. we'll see if they kind of hold this for the rest of the season. But I don't know if I'd buy stock, but we'll see how they do. They're doing hot so far. Yeah, absolutely. Any of the – we kind of talked a little bit about rookies, but is there any other rookies other than Wemby, or is it just Wemby? <laughs> do you count Chet Holmgren as a rookie? I say so. He's. I mean, you had a full year to, like, be with the team. That's true. I'm still a little bit salty about Benson. Yeah, stealing Donovan Mitchell. Stealing Donovan. Donovan Mitchell had that rookie of the year locked up. It was up. his. But, yeah, I guess it counts. But I guess Chet Holmgren's looking really good. I was He's trying to look really up good. his highlights, and there was no, like, <laughs> good highlight video to watch yeah. him. So this he, week I'll I'll try and find one. He had this really good highlight. I think it was last night. He, like, grabbed the rebound off the rim, took it. He took the ball up the floor in transition and then behind the back pass to, I think it was SGA or maybe Jalen Williams okay. for the dunk. It was really nice. Yeah, he's kind of quietly playing almost as good as Wemby right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Wemby's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I think we already mentioned as Sar Thompson, we're pretty I'm impressed with him. He's getting a ton of, he's doing like everything but scoring. Yeah. Assists, steals, rebounds, blocks, yeah. everything. Yeah, I think we've talked a lot about Keontae George. I think he's starting a little slow to be able to get in the rookie of the year conversation, but I hope by the end of the year we're talking about like he needs more minutes and experience. I hope by the end of the year we're talking about him for not necessarily the rookie of the year, but as like an all rookie team. I could see it. I could see him being on there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really it. We'll have to see. Some of these other rookies are still looks like a deep class so far. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, we are grateful that you joined us for our podcast today. Remember to uh, subscribe to our podcast on all the platforms you listen to, including Instagram at Tuned In Jazz and all those platforms. Oh yes, leave a comment. We want to we want to respond yes. to them and share it with a friend. We know we know uh, we know times get hard, so you can you yeah, can light up their day with some I don't nice know about jazz you. Talk. I don't know about you, but I'm walking around BYU campus from class to class. I usually see a jazz shirt or a jazz oh, hat yeah. or jersey almost every single day. So there's a lot of jazz fans that I'm sure would love to listen to this. Yes. Even though the team's down, the hype is high. We're, I feel like Jazz Nation is, we're strong. And Amen. We're, we still love here. basketball. Yeah, we're here. So. Absolutely. Well, go ahead and see you all next week. Peace out. Peace.